Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and I have just come out of facilitating hour one for my clients who work with me inside of the Thrive First Method. We come together every single Monday morning for hour one where we set ourselves up for the week. And what I'm about to play for you in this episode is just a snippet of what my clients have experienced this morning that I thought, you know what, this needs to be bigger. This needs to be a podcast episode. So like I say, for context, every week we come together live Monday morning, um, nine o'clock for hour one. And my aim, like I prepare myself while I'm doing my makeup, while I'm getting ready. My aim with the work that I do inside of that space is to teach through osmosis. And what I mean by that is simply by my clients showing up in that space inside the Thrive First Method and fully leaning into the practices that I guide them through, they are learning by doing. They are learning by practicing. And this is really important to me. I've spent 18 years in learning and development. And so I know the tools and the techniques to help someone get to the nub of what they need to learn and get to it quickly. And I'm going to, I'm going to be brave and I'm going to say it's not through, it's not through theory. It's just not. Theory is great, but embodiment is deeper practice is deeper. It's so much more powerful to actually practice something out loud, being seen, being guided, being led, being supported in real time than it is just to understand the theory alone. And that's why I love showing up here on the Inner Work Conversation. Yes, but I also want you to know that whatever shifts you get, whatever transformation, whatever positive changes you're experiencing here in this podcast, in the Inner Work Conversation, they are a fraction compared to what you could be experiencing by being supported by me in real time, either by working with me one-to-one, by work, and that doesn't need to be on an ongoing basis. There are unstuck one-off sessions that you can book in. You can join me inside the Thrive First Method. I'm not actively trying to sell to you. I'm trying to explain that what I produce in the Inner Work Conversation, it's just a snippet of what you could be experiencing by doing this work with me. And so anyway, this morning I was in hour one, And I brought a practice to the table that is so simple and it's so basic and it's so seemingly insignificant, but they are all the exact reasons that this very practice is so practical and so powerful and so profound. Three Ps. (laughs) That wasn't intentional, but I like it. Practical, powerful, profound. So here we are, we've all shown up to hour one and they're my clients, my Thrive First Method members, they're all showing up and there is an energy that I can feel when I hit um, admit all into the Zoom room, there's an energy that I can feel when my clients show up. It's like a, okay, let's go because it's the start of a new week because they're ready to be led because they have no clue what I'm about to guide them through and that uncertainty requires them to switch the fuck on and tune the fuck in and they are there for it and I am here for it and we're all there for it and (laughs) this morning from the feedback that I've received already and it's only an hour or so later this this Monday morning session has slapped everyone around the face in the best way and I'm going to share all of it with you in this episode I'm literally going to replay the snippet for you in this episode but before I do I actually have some questions for you to consider. And you know what? If you're a Thrive First Method member and you're like, I was there live or I've already listened to the replay because you weren't able to join live and you've caught it on replay, what I'm about to explain is for you too. 
I have a few questions for you to consider before I play you the snippet, before I play you the replay. And I'm asking you them in advance because I want you to keep your responses pure and clean and free from the bias that you may have gained after I've shared what I'm about to share with you. <laughs> so this is your cue. If you're driving or if you're on the move, you might just want to access the pause button and give yourself a minute or two to think and feel through these questions. Or if you're, you know, pottering around the house or you're at your desk, feel free to grab a pen and paper and maybe journal out your answers to these questions. So to be clear, I'm going to set us up for me playing this replay by just asking you to consider some things in advance. I'm going to do them now. Um, and then I'm going to head into the replay. So some questions for you to consider first. There are three questions. Let's go. Question number one, how connected to yourself do you feel like you are? How connected to yourself do you feel that you are? And just to, just to add some context to this before you hit pause and answer that question, it might be useful to consider, do you regularly make time to listen to yourself and to listen to yourself without judging your thoughts, without coaching yourself out of them or fixing them or shaming yourself for having them. So the question again, how connected to yourself do you feel that you are? Question number two. So if you haven't answered that, hit like 15 seconds back, hit pause, journal on that, think through that. Question number two. There are three questions. Question number two, in your list of priorities when it comes to getting shit done, where does connecting to yourself come? Really? I'll, I'll ask it again. And then I'm going to give you some things to consider. In your list of priorities when it comes to getting shit done, where does connecting to yourself come? Really? So I want you to consider when you're answering this question, does it feel like a luxury to journal, to work on yourself, to do the inner work in inverted commas? Does a part of you secretly think that it's not as productive and that you should just be getting on with it. You should just be able to plow through. There's actually something wrong with you that you aren't able just to crack on like other people seem to be able to. So that question again, in your list of priorities, when it comes to getting shit done, where does connecting to yourself come? Really? And then the third and final question to set us up is, what do you think the costs are of ignoring yourself and just trying to crack on? What do you think the costs are to ignoring yourself and just trying to crack on? And really consider this one. What do you think is actually happening by ignoring your own frustration, your own nudges, your own criticism, your own judgments? What do you think is happening by ignoring your own desires and wants and ambitions and needs? So I'll ask the question again. What do you think the costs are to ignoring yourself and just trying to crack on? So they were the three questions. And I'm just going to add in a bonus one just that I've just thought of. I haven't planned to ask it, but ask it, but I feel called to. Would you even know how? Would you even know how? If I asked you, if you had a practice of connecting with yourself and really hearing yourself without judgment, without coaching yourself, without fixing the thoughts, do you have one? And if not, I think that what I'm about to play, this snippet of our one is really, really going to help. 
what I want you what I want you to know in advance of me playing this is a few things actually some very practical things for you to know and then I'm going to play the snippet. Firstly, this is a replay. This is a replay of my um my space called the Thrive First method and the Thrive First method is for people who they actually want to grow closer to themselves as they as they navigate life and business, particularly business. What they find is they might abandon themselves. They might call it procrastination or self-sabotage or catastrophizing. But what they really want is they want to own their ambitions and they want to own what they want in business. And they want to take the pen and write their pages themselves at the same time as, as dealing with the shit that gets in their way and creating tools for them to use and actively practice to help them get out of their own way. That is what the Thrive First Method is all about. So this is a snippet of that. If you want a snippet of what it's like to work with me, even without the commitment of joining the Thrive First Method. So I don't know who you are listening to this. I don't know if you've been considering working with me on a one-to-one basis. I don't know if you've been considering booking in a Get Unstuck call or joining the Thrive First Method. But if you want a taster of what this is like, a a tester, a trial, a a muse-bouche, There is a workshop coming up on the 18th of October called Get Out of Your Own Way. The details will be in the show notes, but if you can't access them, head to TLB, stands for Thrive Life and Business, tlb.org.uk, and you will see a little link up there called Get Out of Your Own Way in the menu. Click on that. It's a workshop that I'm hosting on a one-off basis, and it is going to be a 90-minute workshop that is going to help you and give you the tools to literally get out of your own way. Not just now in the thing that you're stuck with, but the tools to take away. And you will you will walk away from that session with a personalized, tailored-to-you guide to help you get out of your own way. And I really recommend it's cheap as chips. Um, and I, like I've said in a previous episode, if you if affordability is an issue, contact me and I can arrange even a payment plan for something like that. But for what it is, I have priced it at such an affordable um, price range for this one-off workshop. So I would really encourage you to access that. Uh, a couple more things before I play you the replay. I can see the chat in this, in what I'm delivering. I can see the chat and my clients during this session, they're communicating with me live. If you might hear me read some of their comments, please stay aware of that because I don't give warning. So I flick from uh, facilitating this session to read in their chat and I don't give warning and you need to be aware of that as a listener. Please pause it. There are times where I am facilitating this session and I'm doing so for my current members who I know aren't able to attend live but are catching this up on the replay so use what I'm giving you in this session and you can too pause the recording and do this work alongside of us this is just a snippet of hour one what I'm playing for you next this is a snippet of hour one it's 15 20 minutes we actually go from nine o'clock to 9 55 to give people five minutes to have a wee grab a brew before their next um, thing on a Monday. I'm going to be back after this replay just to share some follow-up thoughts, some things that I think that you should take away from hearing this snippet. But without further ado, let me play the snippet. Let me insert it now. Okay. Let me know in the chat, what isn't being said or heard that needs to be said or heard within you? What isn't being said or heard that needs to be said or heard within you? And I don't mean generally in life, I mean this week. Let's start the week by listening to the parts of ourselves that normally get 
squash down, push to the side. What needs to be said or heard that isn't being said or heard within you. I'm going to pause the recording here. Sorry, just before I do, I just want to encourage you to allow what comes out to come out, whether it's positive, whether it's negative, however it makes you feel, we'll deal with that. But what needs to be said or heard that isn't being said or heard within you? Pausing the recording here. Okay. So in the chat, we've got things like, this is hard. Every day is a challenge. Stop making excuses and acting like a victim to time. Sorry, stop acting like a victim to time. You need more fun and adventure. Let go of expectations of yourself and those others have of you. Okay. So um, use the appropriate uh, example for you. So I know that some of you have heard me use the example of like in spin at the end where they get you to like put one foot down on the pedal and stop your pedals and then like put your heel down and it stretches that little muscle in the back of your leg, your calf. And then they say, okay, and now deepen the stretch. Or in yoga where you are in a posture, you're in a position and they say, okay, now breathe some breath into that and deepen the stretch. I want you to do the same. Okay. So we've just, what we've just done is we just asked a part of ourselves that wasn't, that wasn't about to be heard this week. We just asked it to come forward. And we've just basically said, Hey, before like I get into the busyness and before um, anything else happens, would you, would you like to say something? And what that part of us has done is they've just offered us a little nugget. Like, look at the size of the sentences that you've given. You know, maximum 10 words, something like that. So what I want you to do is deepen the stretch. What I want you to do is pass the microphone to them. Like, actually let them hold it. (laughs) Give it to them in their hand. And if we were really listening to that part of ourselves, whether it's right or wrong, good or bad, We're not here to judge it. We're just here to say, hey, you can be heard, you know. What would it say further to what it's already said? And what I'm asking you to do here is I'm asking you to almost act as though you were sat by it. You know, like how Winnie the Pooh sits with his friends? (laughs) Like that. What I'm wanting you to do is I'm wanting you to go and sit next to that. And I'm saying, I'm wanting you to give it the microphone and I'm wanting you to say, hey, tell me more. That thing that you've just said, tell me more about that. So in the chat, if you're comfortable too, because it really helps me, I would like you to just ask it to give you a little bit more on what it's already given you. If you've only just joined, really all I've asked is what needs to be said or heard that isn't being said or heard this week? So people gave the examples and then what I'm asking you to do is deepen the stretch, give it the microphone, give it a little bit more airtime without making it right or wrong, good or bad. Just give us a little bit more. I'm going to pause the recording here. My request to each of you is please don't try and coach it. Please don't try and do anything other than be with it and let it be even more heard. So What I'm not asking for at this stage is for the part of you, like say it was a really negative thing, right? I'm not, what I don't want you to do here is be like, cool, so 
how do we settle this part down? How do we get rid of it? How do we cajole it? How I'm just, I'm, I'm wanting to hear more from them. Give them space. Give them space. Let them be heard. Even if there's a part of your brain that's going, but they're fucking wrong. And that's just my hormones talking and whatever it is, just let's listen to them for a minute. I'm going to ask you to carry on. Even if you've already written something down, keep writing. Hear them. Okay. I'm just going to go with one example, right? Okay, here. You need more fun and adventure. Okay. So I've read what you followed up with, yeah. But what I'm asking that part is like, hey, hi, thank you for offering me that. How do you feel that part of you that wants more fun and adventure? Tell me, what would that sound like? Ooh, and if we followed that, what would it feel like? I almost want you to imagine that this part of you is like a six-year-old who just fucking wants someone to listen. And if we jump in and say, oh, well, what you need to do is you need to lean into more enjoyment with your work, follow what's joyful, welcome in more money to afford you more enriching experiences. That part is like, oh, okay. Oh, fuck. So you didn't really want to hear me then, hey? You just wanted to tell me what to do with how I feel. Got me? Right. So everyone at this point now, that's only the first example that I've actually read. And always, guys, always know that you reserve the right to be like, fuck off, Nick. Don't tell me I'm doing it right or wrong. I'm happy with what I've done. This is me just guiding you through something. It's okay, right? But what I'm really, really, really wanting in this exercise is not for us to solve it, not for us to fix it, not for us to come to a conclusion. Quick, 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 quick. What do I do? I've now felt something. <laughs> no, let's listen to them even more. This is your time. And yeah, fine. It's only 15 minutes. We've only got three minutes left. Everyone knows me, I'll probably run over. But what do they want to say? That part of you that says, hey, you need more fun and adventure, you know. I'll bet there's a part of you that's like, well, we can't have that because it's not safe because we're not, you know, not being productive. Like, there's so many voices that drown that one out. Let's give it a little bit more airtime. Hi, thank you. What do you mean I need more fun and adventure? What would that look like? You know me the adult me with bills to pay and a mortgage and blah, blah, blah. What would it look like for me to put more fun and adventure into my week this week? Tell me, just give it a few more minutes of listening to it, please. Okay. Firstly, like finish up what you're doing. I just want to ask you, how did it feel to give that part of you a voice just for 10 minutes? How did that feel to give that part of you a voice for 10 minutes? Does it feel like I know for me, it feels like I'm honoring a part of me that doesn't get heard. It feels sometimes bad, sometimes embarrassing, sometimes shameful, but it feels true. And sometimes it feels like sovereignty because I'm not sure, guys, that we can make choices that are truly, truly aligned with who, who we deeply are at our core and who we love being if we are quieting the voices that need to be speaking to us and need to be heard. I'm just not sure that that is quite possible. And I want you to notice as you go through this week, your habitual tendencies that you fall into automatically. That mean that you don't get to hear that voice scrolling. 
getting caught up in meaningless things, mindless things. And I want you to notice how quick you are to jump in and be like, hey, hey, quiet and down voice. Don't speak too loud. Don't take too much space. You know, we've got shit to do. Don't be. We've got shit to do. So just to give you some closure on this exercise, I want you to take the microphone back and I just want you to speak back to that version that gave you, that offered you what it offered you. And I want you to speak from not your highest self, not your self. I just want you to speak back from the really fucking current, messy, whatever version of you right now. Like I know for me today, the version of me today very much feels like, oh, I'm an adult. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. That's what the version of me feels like today. And I own it and I accept it. You know, I had a massive realization just this morning where I was like, oh, I work for this business. Like this isn't a really nice hobby that I get to choose some of the things to do. And no, no, I work for this business. Oh, shit. Well, that means, and this doesn't matter if you're employed or not, my lesson this morning applies to everyone. What this translates to is shit. I am responsible. I have obligations, whether I like them or not, whether I'm good at them or not. They are the, the outcomes of them are mine to fulfill. Look at the roles in your life. Where are you a daughter, a sister, a mom, a what parts of your business are you responsible for? Sales and marketing, accounting, delivery, setting the vision, the strategic direction, carrying out the work. You're responsible. That's on you. And you might not like some of it. And hey, you might be privileged enough to outsource some of it. But you're still responsible. <laughs> so here I am this morning with a very real reminder of all of the things that I'm responsible for and feeling like a little kid who is only just realizing shit. Like, you know, that film with Tom Hanks where he is in the grown up body that that's exactly how I feel. What's that? What's that? Is it big? Is that what it's called? No, it's not. Is it? What's it called? That film? Is it big? It's big. I feel like that this morning. So anyway, back to you. What I'm asking of you is take the microphone back from where you are. So that's where I am. Where are you? Take the microphone back. And what do you have to say to that that, that you've just been presented with? Are you going to say what you're going to do about it this week? Are you going to say something in response to it? Are you going to say that's okay and just let it be? Not say anything of much, but just listen. Take the microphone back now and respond so that we can close off that part of the session and you can know that you've been heard. It is probably the most 
important work that we do together. This work. And if any of you want to know where this work would fall under the Thrive First method, it would be connect to yourself. It would be connect to yourself in your mind and your spirit. Because what we've been doing this morning is we've been looking after our mental health. We've been looking after the parts of us that feel repressed and not heard. And we've been connecting to our spirit because there is a part of that version of you that contains wisdom. And it's almost like in disguise. Like it's almost like it's got some sort of mask on. Like it's wisdom dressed up in insecurity. It's wisdom dressed up in a seemingly insignificant statement. It's wisdom dressed up in sadness and frustration and tension and judgment and criticism. It's wisdom in those clothes. And what happens is when we don't allow ourselves to hear those things, we basically just give up the opportunity to hear our own wisdom. And that's what I know that I'm really good at is connecting people to their own wisdom. And so my commitment to you as I make changes, again, I know, fucking, it's always this time of the year, guys. And I'm not even sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry at all because not that I've mentioned this before, but the changes that I'm going to be making inside this space are going to be more of these things, more of this work, more of you starting the week, actually fucking hearing yourself and actually being connected to yourself, giving you more opportunities to grow closer and more intimate with yourself and therefore have a more authentic experience in business. Let's close that out. I really love seeing some of the comments here. You know, it's helped me identify the feelings I'm feeling and not lying to myself. It's kind of indulgent, but relaxing and honoring for sure. Think about that. Think about that. That kind of indulgent piece is something that I, from the depths of my soul, truly understand. When I look into my own journals, I'm like, oh, that's very self-centered, Nikki. Oh my God, this book is all about you. Oh my God, how many hours have you poured into talking about yourself in your journal? We are conditioned and don't get me wrong, I know that there's a line, I really do. But we are conditioned to believe that the, the least productive thing that you can do is this work. And I challenge that so much, so much I challenge that. In any any organization I go into and do this work with, and I dishonor my own work by going in and being like, cool, so we're going to do a session on time. <laughs> like, Oh, fuck. Because they're not going to get anywhere without this indulgent work, you know? Thank you for joining in. I'm glad that that has served you this morning. Let's get into our one. Okay, so it's me again. I know it was me before, but it's me again now. <laughs> so some of what you didn't hear was some of the responses. So I just want to explain. So I, do you remember in that recording I asked, like, how did hearing yourself, how did 
you taking the time to hear yourself and listen to yourself, how did that make you feel? Here are some of the responses. It made me feel more settled, like my muscles relaxed, calmer, more collected. It was so powerful. It made me less scared to listen to myself and like I want to do that more often. It helped me to identify the feelings that I'm feeling and not lying to myself or overlooking myself. It was vulnerable, but powerful. It was indulgent. I mean, you heard my thoughts on the call on on the whole indulgent thing, but I just have one last point to make that I didn't make clear on the call. And it is that it's happening anyway. Whether you indulge in hearing, that's an inverted commas, (laughs) whether you indulge in hearing yourself or listening to yourself, I just want you to know that it's all fucking happening anyway. All of what you bring into the light was already there in the darkness, but instead of taking 15 minutes to shine a spotlight on it, to actually see yourself, to actually witness yourself, to actually hear yourself and be with yourself and honor yourself, if you don't do that, I'm letting you know that all of that was there anyway. It was just under the rug, causing bumps in the rug. And you're trying to walk on the rug being like, why is this rug fucking bumpy? And it's like, oh, because you swept everything underneath it. What I'm doing, the work that I'm doing with my clients is helping them to shine that spotlight of their attention onto their, onto themselves, onto the things that are hidden in the darkness and helping them to see that it was there anyway. So whether you feel it's indulgent or not, which by the way, normally com- comes from conditioning. Sorry, that, that was one of the dogs barking and it made me shit myself because I always forget that I'm not in the house on my own. <laughs> That's why I stumbled then. But instead, just taking like that, what did we spend 15, 20 minutes to shine a spotlight on ourselves? Because if we refuse to listen to it, it will play out through your actions and it will play out through the things that you avoid and you will call it procrastination. You will call it self-sabotage. You will call it catastrophizing. If you refuse to listen to yourself, it will play out because it's, it's happening anyway. It is there even if you won't look at it. And what I'm raising here is the positive benefits that my clients shared with me in the chat that they got from actually taking the time to hear themselves. The other thing that I just wanted to mention before we finish the episode is, you will have heard me say during that call, now I want you to take back the microphone and respond to that part of you to like to gain some closure. Let me give you some actual real life examples of how that actually went down. So example number one, when I asked what needs to be heard that's not being heard, one of the one of the people on the call said, and by the way, I have their permission to share this with you. So I'm not overstepping any of my clients' confidentiality. I have asked. One, one person said, what needs to be heard that isn't being heard is self-doubt. You're trying, but it's not working. And they went on to expand on that to say, I know you want to do the right thing, but is that the right thing for you? Or are you still trying to people please? And when I asked this person to take back the microphone and respond to themselves, what they had to say was, it's okay. I hear you and I recognize your opinions, but I have evidence that things are working, things are changing, and I know it's scary and that's okay. What came out for another person was that they wanted more fun, more adventure, more joy, That was the initial snippet that wasn't being heard that needed to be heard. And when they went into that a little bit deeper, they found that their advice to themselves was lean into more enjoyment with your work. Follow what is joyful. Welcome in more money to afford yourself more enriching experiences. 
came up for another person was you get distracted too easily. And actually what they could see, what they could glean from that was actually some of the things that they need to put in place for themselves that they need, like closing their door, more focus time, upholding their boundaries and what they need in order to do that. So really listening to yourself requires us to say what we need to say and hear what we need to hear in an unfiltered way without making ourselves bad or wrong for wanting what we want or feeling how we feel, but instead just creating that space to listen, creating that space to listen without being coached out of it, without fucking making ourselves bad or wrong, but just hearing what needs to be heard. And then off the back of that, seeing what we would then respond to just as we are now, not as, like I said on the call, not as our highest selves or our most perfect selves, but just who you are right now in this stage of where you are in life and in business. So here's the thing before I wrap this episode up. I share all of this in, well, with two objectives, really. Firstly, in the hope that it serves you, in the hope that you can take some of my paid for work and use it as a snippet to help you navigate what you want to navigate in your inner world as you go through life and business. I hope it's helpful. I hope it serves you. But I also have a second objective in sharing this that I'm not going to hide. And that is use these as snippets. This is what it's like to do this work with me. This is what it's like to be an hour one with me on a Monday morning, which by the way, my one-to-one clients get free access to. My Thrive First Method members pay for And that's just a snippet of this work that we do together. And the objective there is always to bring you back to your own wisdom. I firmly believe that, by the way. I believe that in every single moment that you're navigating life and business, when you're having a fucking great time and things are going so well for you, I believe that there's wisdom in those times. When you look back, I believe there's wisdom in those times. I also believe that when you're navigating the darker times of life and business, and that doesn't need to be when things outside of you are challenging, it could also be when you're having a difficult time on the inside. I also believe that there's wisdom in your frustration, in your anguish. I believe there's wisdom in your bitterness and in your anger. I believe there's wisdom if you will listen to yourself in all of those times. And that's the space that I hold for my clients. So take this as your nod. If you want a taster, if you want a little amuse-bouche, like I said, I don't, listen, I've never used, I don't think I've ever used the words amuse-bouche before. So if it sounds like I'm uncomfortable saying them, it's probably because I'm not used to, but it seems to be the word for taster that I've used. If you want a taster of my work, come along to the workshop on the 18th of October. Otherwise, I hope this episode has served you. I have enjoyed sharing it with you. And as always, please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.